Day 26 of the writer's strike, also the weekend. No news. Let's not talk about the writer's strike at all, even okay. though it's day 26. Okay. There was a dance party yesterday downtown with all of the unions. Oh, yeah, you didn't go. I did not go. We it's, talked about you not going. I went to <clears throat> the Huntington Gardens with Alina instead. Is she a writer? Alina, yes, she's a writer. Did you guys talk about the strike? Yeah, we talked about the strike. We Did she have any insights from her perspective? Or my favorite insight from Alina was, well, I, I was talking about... <clears throat> The thing that the AMPTP, uh, and I think anyone in great positions of power, is they underestimate <coughs> um, the power of like community and groups and the feeling of solidarity that one can get out of that. Because I don't think they have that in their lives. Like I think when you are a multimillionaire or a billionaire, um, there's more space between the idea of... Because your house is really big, plus you have a lot of acreage. You can't actually see your neighbor, ideally. <laughs> I mean, ideally, you're rich enough to not see your neighbor. And then, you're, and then you're very selective about the types of people that you hang out with. Like, there's, there's less mixing. You're just, like, with your other rich friends trapped on a yacht and... Or a golf course. Or a golf course. And, uh, and so I think think that the concept of like collectivism and the good feeling that comes out of that um, is foreign to them. So they're underestimating that part of the fight or they're, they don't have any um, like info receptors in their bodies to absorb that kind of information. So I was talking about that being the most powerful variable of this fight. And How that- does that advantage you? Not you individually, but you as the, as one of the members of the collective, like, I think it just means that, like, they are underestimating how much we have in us to fight. Oh, this. okay. Like, they think they can break you by yeah. just holding out. because we're just a bunch of, a like, whiny little bitches is what they think, right? Right. right. Um, and, but, but, but what it is is, like, it's a bunch of, it's, it's a tribe protecting itself, right? And so. But I would say. Mm, it's I a citizen's think, army. I don't think they're claiming that you're being whiny as much as they're claiming that you just have a real lack of understanding of the business of Hollywood. Yes. I mean, I think that there's also just that the, the shorthand is also like the, the whiny little babies don't know about business. Let the, let the big, let the big daddies figure it, figure it out. Anyway, Lena's insight, which is the question that you asked was that, um, she was like, Oh, it's like, it's like the Grinch who, the Grinch who stole Christmas where he like, he tries to steal Christmas, but then there's the citizens of Whoville singing the song. And you realize that like Christmas isn't actually something you can steal from people because it's inside their hearts. And then he's like, oh, shit. I tried so the, to steal something unstealable. So do you think the producers are like, we, we can go without you writers. We don't have to give in to your silly demands. We like small rooms, tiny little rooms to put you in. And then the writers are like, we're just not going to write for you. And we're going to sing. And we're going to sing. And, and, Lil, and, and, Lil Wayne, and Lil Wayne is going to send a hamburger truck to the Warner Brothers lot and buy everyone free hamburgers. And this has been our episode not about the writer's strike. <laughs> Thank you, Lil Wayne. <laughs>